Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? You can't protect them. Gods of the universe. I come here to raise an army. Today, we'll go down in history. How exciting. Today, we'll fight. I'm gonna kill this guy. It's probably like a truth hole. This ends here and now. I'm counting on that. Marvel Studios Thor Love and Thunder in theaters July. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and I have with me Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. And Jacob. Hello. And today we're doing the spoiler cast for Thor Love and Thunder. So, um, we're just going to go do a quick round robin on what our thoughts on the movie is before we get into the spoiler section. Um, so. Uh, Classic Jake, I guess you could do a quick overview of your thoughts on the movie, uh, since you did review it. Do you still feel good about that review? Yeah, I still like that movie. Mm. I chuckled. I thought it was a good-natured fun. I, I stand by my um, grade. I know it's not popular. Boy, have I been <laughs> hearing about it from people, but hey, it is what it is. And uh, just for... Uh, sake of brevity, you gave it an 8 out of 10 for the movie, and you gave it a great 3D. Yep. Okay. Uh, new J- uh, uh, Jacob, what are your thoughts on uh, Thor Love and Thunder? Boy, is he overrating that film <laughs> by at least two points. It is not great. Okay. What didn't you like about it? I mean, it's the same thing I had with Ragnarok. It was just too jokey. They turned Thor into an idiot. Uh, they they throw logic out the window. It, it's just all for the sake of laughs and too little use of the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just a mess of a movie. A all huge right. mess. All right, what do you give the 3D? Not, not, not great. It was good. It could have been better. Okay. So, what is your score, then, for the, the 3D and the movie? Six on both. Well, okay, the, the 3D, I'll give a seven. So, pretty good 3D. And uh, you watched it in regular 3D? Yes. Okay. I'm the only one that have the pleasure of watching it in IMAX 3D, which is a rare treat. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was actually at a good time on a Saturday, and I was like, yes, yes, I want to see it in IMAX 3D. And I got the perfect seats for IMAX. I don't know how some there's just some guy that had the first row, and it's like, how the hell do you watch a movie in the first row of IMAX 3D when you're that close to the screen? I mean, just any movie that close to the screen is asinine. And our our theater was pretty full, but not capacity. Um, He could have gone up and gone to the middle and been okay. He didn't have to string his act. But, okay, anyway, I just wanted to point that out because I thought that was crazy. I mean, the, at most places, we'll actually section it off and say, if it's a 3D, no, you can't have the first two rows, period. And 
It's fine. <laughs> so, um, I actually agree with Classic Jake. I actually really like this movie. Um, and Ew. Now, the 3D, being IMAX 3D, um, I really enjoyed it, but I think it could have been better, which is, like, disappointing because I feel like I was happy, very happy and satisfied. I went to pay the IMAX 3D money for this. But I felt like it could have been deeper. It could have had more pop out. Um, so overall, a lot of darkness. Um, it's not for for IMAX. It was not dark. It was very pretty and nice. <laughs> well, I mean, just like it was just visually. There's a lot of scenes that took place in the dark, and it just affected the depth and stuff. Without going into too much spoilers yet, right? Um, I, you know, you do see these in the trailer, so I'm going to, uh, that's how I justify it. There's a black and white scenes, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's really good, but uh, some of the particles should be popping out in that scene better and have multiple layers of particle effects and stuff, but mm-hmm. they're just kind of there in the background. It's like, ah, oh, killing me. It could have been way better, but it's just pretty good. And then, like, there's a scene with um, um, Zeus and his lightning bolt. That, that should have really popped out of the screen everywhere, and it kind of just like a weird angle. It did it, and it's like, damn it, why did... <laughs> um, so, I'll give it good 3D on the verge of great. It's just, it's right on that edge. It's like a 7.8, you know, 7.5 in that, in that 7 something. Not quite great, but just on that. I was very happy with it. Um, I saw an IMAX, and it was beautiful to see an IMAX and fill the whole screen up, and I definitely like going to IMAX 3D, so IMAX, if you're listening, please give us more IMAX 3D options. I would definitely pay that money for IMAX, you know. Alright, now we get to the spoilers. Alright, so this movie starts off on um, Gore's planet? Uh, I don't know what planet that is. Y'all know? No. No. And um, there's a shadow, and like you see that Gore and his daughter are like in the middle of some desert, and um, Gore is like um, played by uh, the great, fantastic, I absolutely love him, um, <sighs> Batman. Damn it. Can't remember his name. Christian Bale. Yes, Christian Bale. Um, and he he's beg- praying to the gods for water, and the the daughter dies, and you see it all there. And it's it's kind of just a tragic way of starting things. And eventually, you do see that the the gore does keep going, um, and then he gets to an oasis, and there's a god there, and the god is. We don't know who the. Uh, do we know the character's name of this god or no? I don't. Nope. And he's kind of just like mocking him and just like, oh, you're so stupid. Why'd you, you know, whatever. And, you know, he's actually. Gore is, is being respectful and, and honoring him, and God is not caring one bit, and the Necro Sword calls for him, and then he kills him. And I like the little. Um, flower things. I don't know. Sprites? What kind of... I don't know what those are called. Little creatures that were in the uh, forest there. Yeah. That was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So, after this, 
Um, then we head back to um, Earth, right? Or is it missing? No, we go back to with Thor and the Guardians. And what happens in this scene, Classic Jake? Uh, basically, we get hijinks. Um, they're on a, if I'm rem- remembering things in order, they're kind of on a mission helping out this, um, evac, getting, um, um, helping, um, clean, um, they, there's a temple and they're trying to, uh, get somebody out of it. Yeah, there's just like a group of, um, aliens and then there's another group of aliens and the, the group of aliens are like wolf kind of creatures with motorcycles kind of thing are, are trying yeah. to and then eventually the guardians can't need their help so they call thor and then thor owns it completely devastates everything <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah thor is kind of in um uh he's kind of like in a zen mode he meditates and stuff and they just call him and he just comes in does clean up and then just leaves and goes back and meditates and then he destroys he destroys the temple or whatever Mm-hmm. Accidentally, but still destroys it. Which yeah. is one of the big complaints because he knows he could be destructive, and he just has reckless abandon. And he yeah. just the the first sign that oh, oh my god, they just turn him into an even bigger idiot. I will argue that he's always been an idiot. <laughs> I I disagree. Uh, like especially with the first two Thor movies where. He was arrogant and cocky, but that he kind of learned to calm his ways. And yeah, he's sort of a brute, but he was never like almost mentally challenged. But you know, I didn't see it as so much mentally challenged as he just no longer cared. He was well, almost indifferent, like a god would be. Yeah, which, which is which is entirely antithetical to what happened with the first Thor movie. That's why they took but away his powers. Also, you also have to, he's. His father's dead, his mother's dead, his brother's dead. No, I mean, he thinks his brother's dead. Yeah, well, his brother is dead. The brother that exists is from right. another timeline. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but technically is his brother because, I mean, it's strange. It's time yeah. travel. Right. But uh, even in my review, I said, uh, the biggest, if you can accept him being acting dumb, you know, it goes a long ways to, you know, movies got a movie. That's that's the thing with Taika Waititi. He's just dumbed the character t- so much that it, it's just, I can't enjoy it. <laughs> See, and I, I prefer the Taika movies than the other Thor movies by long, far, long, long, huge distance difference. I rather watch Thor Ragnarok five times over the first Thor or the second Thor. But the thing is, with the comedy, he is just killing any dramatic heft, which in this movie, he doesn't, but it's still there. Like, too much comedy. So, the um, they reward him with some goats, the aliens that he was protecting, which, um, I guess they're kind of like some generic kind of um, purple. Or... That's a passive-aggressive gift. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, uh, this was a fu uh, gift. They wanted to get rid of those noisy goats. Yeah, those goats were kind of annoying, and it's like, okay, I get it. And <laughs> it's it's okay. No, they were really annoying. Um, <laughs> I get the joke they're referring to this YouTube clip from like twelve years ago of a goat that screams. 
That sounds like a human. Got it. That get that reference, but geez, Louise, did they have to do that all day? <laughs> they could have just done that joke once and then have the other goat jokes, and it those goats got really annoying. Um, so yeah, that was yes. something that really got that took me down. But I, I'm still with Classic Jake. I still give this an eight. So man, but, but I still feel uh, like, I want you to come to the dark side. That's fine. You can have your opinion. I respect it. <laughs> um, yeah, we respect your opinion. Uh, I just wish more people respected mine. <laughs> it, so, it just seems. It just seems like you're 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 not getting it. But I mean, th- I think that's fine. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, we, I'm coming at it. I I've been telling people. I said, look, uh, you're looking at this from the comic books. And you're like going, because I've noticed most people's complaints about this movie is they're not acting like they do in the comics. And I'm like saying, I'm coming at this from a film buff's point of view. I mean, yeah, I've read the comics, but I'm a film buff first and a comic geek second, third, you know. I mean, it's not my bailiwick. It's not my primary interest. Uh and it just struck me because I I still stand by my thing. This reminds me of an old uh, Ealing uh, comedy, and uh, it's and it's very there. This this movie's very British in the strangest way, which which is ironic because he is from uh, New Zealand, Taika uh, Waititi. Colony, yeah. Well, former colony, uh, and but his his sense of humor has always had that kind of Brit. And uh, he's not the only uh, filmmaker from a former colony who has that sensibility. It's just been a long time since I've seen it in a movie. It's, it's just, it doesn't really work for a comic book movie, I feel. Because, like, I mean, the MCU is, like, supposed to be kind of sort of rooted in, like, reality, and this just takes me out of it. All right, let's keep going with the what happens in the movie. Um, so, in the movie... Um, He's with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're like, oh, they're getting all these uh, calls, um, distress signals from that are different people are dying. And they're like, oh, we got to help them. And um, when Thor recognizes that one of the gods gets killed off, and then, um, then I forget how he connects with Earth. Um, I, I think that he goes back to New Asgard, right? Or not yet? Yes. He goes back to New Asgard. Um, and this is when uh, Jane Foster, we see her uh, getting therapy for chemo um, and in bad shape. And there's like a, someone that's read her, reading her book, and she's like talking to them. And um, we have Darcy there, or Darcy. And um, she doesn't mention anything that happened in uh, Westview. All right. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Um, of course not. Um, you're lo- uh, phase four is going to be a continuity mess because of the pandemic. So just, just I, I can't blame the pandemic. And, and, it's just great Marvel doesn't know what to do. I mean, um, I mean, I mean, I, I have the stuff with the Guardians. Between the mandate, I had making this movie under two hours and. Um, 
and then just all the the, the stuff with the pandemic. Uh, I'm surprised anything coming out of Phase Four is watchable. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's getting treatment, and um, Jane Foster is like wants to keep working, and uh, Darcy is like, you got to like listen, and you know your body gives you, you know. When when na- Mother Nature tells you you're dying, they listen to it and try to enjoy the rest of your life that you can. And uh, so she's trying to like research, and then she gets like called to Munir or the hammer. She like sees some books, on, yeah, um, some books on Norse mythology or something. And so she goes back to New Asgard, and then she has a feeling. To go to the hammer, and I was kind of upset that they didn't show her become Thor. Yes, <laughs> that was something that I didn't like at all. I was like, "Come on, come on!" <laughs> yeah, there was a there were several things I wish they had done, and they probably and it was probably done, but it was cut for time. I wish one thing that they would have cut. This movie. I wish. I'll oh, go ahead. Person, this movie needed. To have more time to breathe. Yes. And they needed to remove that stupid comedic play scene where they retold Ragnarok. That's just so stupid. Didn't need to be there. Well, that's just continuing the thing that was in Ragnarok with uh, Ken. Yes. But that was. But this I, time with more Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, and it was fun. I liked it. I, I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, re- I thought ridiculous. it was funny and I chuckled. And, and Infinity uh, Cones, the ice cream place. Eh, poor taste. Poor taste, White Beauty. Of course it's poor taste. This is a tur- They've turned this into a tourist trap. Yeah, but I mean, even then, like, eh. I mean, there's there's a lot of poor taste in a lot of different tourist traps. <laughs> there, yeah. there is. There is. And there's a lot of profiteering um, when it comes yeah. to stuff. I, that- I mean, oh, yeah. I was having flashbacks from uh, when... I got shamed into going on a cruise with my grandmother. Oh. To Alaska and oh god. <laughs> oh god. Alright, we'll have to share the, keep that story for the patrons. Um <laughs> There's not not a big story there. It's just it 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 looked pretty much like this. Just that same crap. Alright. <laughs> so we're gonna have to have for the patrons a tease for everyone else, uh, a tease that you, you have a story about a cruise with your grandma and then the story when you met Biden. <laughs> That's going to be for the patrons and uh, everyone else we're going to have to have just a tease. Um, so it is what it is. So um, we see all these black creatures, I, I don't know, um, shadow monsters uh, attacking the city. Yeah. Yeah. And um, both Thors are there, and then um, Mighty Thor is there, and it throws off uh, Classic Thor. Um, <laughs> and he th- he's excited about Mjolnir, but then I was like, what? And then, you know, you kind of see in the background things are burning down, and because they're kind of distracted, the monsters are able to capture the children. And uh, Gore tries to fight classic Thor, but escapes. And um, it was kind of interesting because you would think that Gore is going to, 
you know, be able to take care of this right away, but he decides not to and decides, all right, I'll, I need to have these kids um, and we, I need to use them to help get people to get me to the center of the universe, which is kind of a random ass thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because that's where infinity is and infinity grants wishes. It's like, okay. I no, mean, first person who, uh, who, who, Meets eternity can ask for a wish. Yeah, um, but it's I love I love and I also hate I love that they're willing to do these out there crazy ideas that's in Marvel that you never think they would do in a hundred twenty years ago. They're like, no, never do that, and now they're doing it. But then it's still weird. It's still weird to well, have that. <laughs> uh, we've been waiting for eternity since Guardians Two to show up. Mm-hmm. I was a bit disappointed, but then again, this, but then again, that's why this movie's not a ten. You know, a, you know, ten is an A, nine is a B, eight is a C. Eh, that, that's that's a bit of a steep cur- grading curve there. <laughs> that's the way I've always graded. So, like anything six and below is like an F. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's 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 a you need to reevaluate your grading system, bud. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because like six is barely passable. Yeah. yeah well, Se- seven is very that's the good. Way I was graded in school. Okay. Uh, seven is very good. Eight is great. Nine is fantastic with a butt, and ten is a masterpiece. And you know, so yeah. Um. That's the way it kind of is, uh, the way I see it. So okay, so uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll hash out a new grading system. Well, we, yeah, kind of talking about the grading system. We have updated our rating system page on the website to mention that um, our ratings are based on our individual experiences and are subjective. So, um, it, it, if classic Jake loves this movie and you don't, well, guess what? That's Classic Jake's opinion, and that's fine. Well, uh, I like it. I, I guess uh, people were. I was using numbers like uh, alphabet A B C D. That's how I've always graded. Okay. Well, we're not going to redo every single. Gr- okay, r- so review. I always <laughs> thought it was weird. Everybody thought I was grading stuff so high. Well. We're not going to over think about all the reviews you've done and think if all of them are too high. I'll, I'll leave it at that, and we can move on. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're kind of confused about what's going on, and then we get like a flashback where we actually see the relationship between Thor and uh, Doctor Foster, and I actually really love that scene. I think it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. And you you understand why they drifted apart. This is a scene that I've been wanting for years because, you know, in the comics, they've always had a good chemistry. In the movies, I never thought they had chemistry until this movie. This movie, I completely agree they worked well together and it works. For other movies, eh. But this yeah. one worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh. But, like, what I, what I was kind of confused by is, like, whenever you see her on screen for the first time as uh, She-Thor, as Mighty Thor, I guess her character is, they, they made it seem like she had been doing it for a while, even though she had literally just transformed. So I was highly confused about that. 
I'll give you that. I, I, I was definitely confused with that because people apparently know her and she knows how to use her powers, which um, I love that uh, the hammer now can become a projectile and shoot like 20 pieces. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was doing things with Mildor that uh, Thor never even thought of. Well, I mean, to be fair, the hammer was broken by Hela in Ragnarok, so I guess that's why I was able to fall apart, but then recombine. Yeah, and I love how they, you know, they, you know, it's a cute explanation, but they explain that he, that Thor gave an enchantment to the hammer. I'm just gonna say the hammer because I cannot pronounce Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Mew mew. Mew mew. Anyway, so he enchanted it. Um, I don't know if it was on purpose or by accident. I think it was kind of, you know, a little bit on purpose, but not like he didn't intend it to be the power like he gave it. Um, so that way it protected her. Um, and that is something that he has the power to do because I guess Odin ha- can do that and he can do that too. We just haven't seen him do that until this movie. <laughs> All right. Which I'm fine with. I mean, um, I assume maybe his dad taught him how to do that. You know? That's I, I assume maybe he's not as good as his dad was, because that was like a main thing that Odin did, but whatever. Um and we have like the whole city is there and they're trying to figure out what's going on and they captured all the kids and they're trying to make a plan with Valkyrie and then uh, um <laughs> the actors are like, Oh, let's do a reenactment to help a few people and I was like, Okay, that part would could have been cut out because that was too much. That was a bit too much. <laughs> and then Thor is like, "Oh, uh, Hemdall's son is trying to contact me. He has the same kind of vision eye thing. Um, I forget what that term is called. That he has that power. <sighs> he has the gift. The the shining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Axel. Or well. Uh... He wants to be called Axel, but I forgot what is that? Aloysius? I forgot his character's name. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's how they figure out where they are. Um, and Thor's like, okay, um, we gotta get him to there. So we need to get a boat. And they have these flattened boats already. So now they're gonna take the boat, put the goats in front of it, and then they're going to use, um, the the axe stormbreaker stormbreaker to channel um the bifrost to then travel around no wait 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 before that they go to the gods mm. and, and uh new jake what happens with the gods scene <sighs> a very bad accent i like and it. the gods <laughs> and the gods are super cocky and they think that he's not going to get here. And to be fair, he doesn't. So they go to an omnipotent city. And they get a costume from some gods of color. <laughs> Which is like, okay, who are they? I'm curious. And uh, you have a, a scene with Zeus. And he has this, like, um, thunderbolt. And, like, he does this, like, fireworks or whatever. Not fireworks, but he has it, like, zooming around. And, like, I really think that should have popped out more. Um, I don't know about y'all. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. My presentation, it popped out pretty good. I mean, it was there, but it just wasn't, like, it could have been 
way better, but it was still fine. Yeah, it, it was there. It was good, but it could have been awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to talk, and like Valkyrie is just like, let's just go over there and get his thing. Um, they need the weapon, which is the Thunderbolt. And, you know, just, just get it and screw that, this guy. And then, you know, Thor is actually trying to talk to them and be like, hey, um, you know, let's, let's give them the chance to do their thing. And you get to see a bunch of different gods, which is interesting. The bow one was super cute. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh, I loved Korg's god. He was sitting on a, a, a throne of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> And there's, there's quite a few different ancient um, human religion gods there, too. Um, so I think that's really interesting. I don't think there's any gods that of like current religions, though, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I didn't see a Shiva or anything like that. Yeah, I, I imagine that they did not want to do that. Because, <laughs> uh, like, uh, uh, like, uh, like, and definitely there was no Muhammad. No Muhammad, no Jesus, no... Um, no Buddha. No Buddha. <laughs> um, but uh, apparently there was a sign somewhere that says Carpenter and God that way or something. So the, I, I didn't catch yeah. it. I heard about it, though. Which makes no sense because Jesus isn't a god, but regardless, it was so funny. I yeah. mean, depending on your viewpoint on your religion, uh, Jesus right. is, is kind of a weird <laughs> figure. Um, both yeah, God and... Is- yeah. Depending, if you, it even depends which kind of Christian sect you are in. Yeah. You know. Well, Muhammad's a prophet, so yeah. No. Uh, anyway, I, it was fun to see all these different kinds of super creatures or super things, and then I really love love to hate Russell Crowe in this movie. Yeah. Oh, he like stepped right out of House of Gucci. <laughs> That's why yeah. I loved it so much. But he was, he, he was a little bit more subtle. He didn't do anything to make his character the least bit likable. He was like one of no. the most repulsive things I've ever seen on screen. I, I and bet I it could. was awesome. He was such a jerk. He was so <laughs> bad. He was just so corrupt. I couldn't decide if it was more Donald Trump or more Boris Johnson. Um... I don't know. It, it, I don't know about either one of those, but it, it just, I just have these kind of cliches of, of Middle Eastern guys, or not Middle Eastern, but like Mediterranean guys that are just kind of there to hustle you. It's kind of that kind of feeling to me. Um, and uh, I, I, I thought his accent worked, but my wife didn't like it, and uh, Jacob, yeah. you didn't like it. No. Oh, I. Only reason I liked it is because it was just so terrible and so repulsive and so it just fit that character such a letdown because they're there to get help and this guy just proves Gore the God Butcher's case he's making yes. his case for him yes I was surprised that Gore and like Thor's the only one who cares yeah yeah exactly yeah. I was seriously thinking that Gore is going to be there and kill them all <laughs> they, they should have. That would have been an interesting scene where he finally breached a omnipotent city, and there could have been chaos, and it would have been a fun action scene. But you just get to see Thor's butt. Which um, is that Thor? Is that uh, Hemsworth's actual butt, or is it a stunt actor? 
I have no idea. But... I have no idea, but I it's it's I have a feeling it's probably his butt. Yeah. Because um, I think he definitely worked out to get to you know Thor strength, and he definitely puts a lot of effort in for that. So, yeah. um, that's that whole fight scene where basically he does ask, you know, Zeus is like, "Oh, if you're gonna talk, come over here and talk." And then they're like, "Okay." And then it's like, I, you know, Gore is out there killing all these different. Um, we need to, we need your help. We need an army of gods. And they're like, whatever. And you know, he strips uh, Thor naked, and you have some back tattoos, and um, you know, Gore. We don't see any. Uh, frontal nudity, but we see almost every other nudity there. <laughs> and, you know, he looks damn good. <laughs> yeah, um, well, this movie is PG-13. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I was fine with them oogling him. I, 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 I think that's fine. He, he's a good-looking, handsome guy. And if it was a woman, I'd be okay with that, too. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but I guess I'm a perv, and, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so, then they steal the lightning and then kill all the different guards there. And like, they all turn into like gold or they have like gold blood in them, which is, I thought was cool. Um, yeah. Nice touch. The great way to make this violent and still keep it PG 13. You just have gold blood instead of a red blood. But, but there's like a, not really a continuity, but like a thing, like I've seen Thor bleed actual blood. So, is he not a full-on god? Because he's a god of thunder? Like, what's up with that? Uh, probably not really a god. So, mm. that, that's actually a really, really good question. Because uh, Marvel Studios has been playing with this idea of what a quote-unquote god is. And then the first Thor, they specifically say, we are not gods, we live, we breathe, we die, and... Um, you know they're they're stronger and their technology is superior, but it's not magic. And now they're like, well, we are gods. So what the real thing is is, I guess these are super powerful beings, and then people do worship them, and they decide to go ahead and help the people if they so desire, and they think they're gods, but maybe they're not gods, gods like actual gods, but they're you know, super powerful beings like um, Superman is a super powerful being is could be considered a god, but he, you know, he can in theory die and he's not 100% um, a holy thing. So it's, I, I think of it like that. They're like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the, the term God gets thrown around a lot by a lot of people. And this movie kind of shows that. Uh. But it, I looked it up. That is Chris Hemsworth's actual butt in the movie. <laughs> and uh, his brother was uh, uh, the person playing him in the play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his do- and his son was the young Thor running through the woods, and his actual daughter was Gore's daughter in the yeah, film. Yeah, love. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. I, I, that's awesome for them. Yeah, and he, uh, Chris Hemsworth was really throwing around his executive producer credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get I get the young Thor, but then having his daughter like, eh, nepotism at its worst, and or finest. Um, I could kind of cut it slack because those are characters that make sense. At least, not in a 100% way, but like, 
they are, are there and you know the daughter is a certain age that they want the character to be and the kid the brother the son is a certain age the kid they wants to be so they make it work and yeah. they're not like speaking roles really and I think it's fine. Um, yeah. Well, Hitchcock used to cast his daughter all the time in his movies. I mean, he casted himself in his movies. Yeah, it, it put cameos. I mean, it's not unheard of. Lots no, of no. Do it. But like you know. Uh, his daughter is like the main plot point of why Gore was doing the main thing. So, yeah. well, it explains kind of why he was all revved up and wanting to do this movie so bad. He got to work with his family. Yeah, and e- even his wife was in the movie uh, in the uh, the the God Omnipotent City scene. So, I think she was one of the maidens with Zeus. So, yeah, this whole family affair. Aphrodite. Yeah, maybe she was Aphrodite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might have been. I mean, we don't really know. We don't know have those names, but you know, Aphrodite is definitely considered, you know, one of the because um, they they kind of resemble the Roman gods, and Zeus is known to be with Aphrodite, right? Is or am I, uh, uh, or is that different god? Am I yeah, the, well, Zeus is the Greek. Well, Greek He's and been Roman with many gods women. overlap. Yeah. They're not exactly the same, but they're close enough. And uh, they tend to kind of merge the two mythologies together, Greek and Roman. And Zeus mm-hmm. uses the Greek name, because Zeus is the Greek name. Uh, Jove or Jupiter is the Roman. Or it might be Venus. I don't know. It, it gets all weird. Yeah, Aphrodite is the Greek one. Venus is the Roman. And that depends on which uh, frame of reference are. Uh, because at one time Venus was a male fertility god. Yeah, and then the the whole thing with fertility and gods and the Zeus gets really quite disgusting. So we'll just move on from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're not discussing Bullfinch's mythology here. We're talking Thor: Love Thunder. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I, I was kind of amazed whenever I was in high school. And they kind of talked about that. And it's like, Zeus is a super perv, and he's messed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie Hercules got that character wrong. He was too kind. <laughs> too kind. <laughs> so, okay. And he wasn't really a family man. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, he liked making families, but not really taking yeah. care of them. <laughs> Also, uh, Thor's wife, uh, or Chris Hemsworth's wife, was the wolf woman in the movie. So, okay. kind of interesting. <laughs> um, you know, I, I appreciated how they were able to present him. And I, I kind of appreciate the Greek and Roman gods are very much like real people and how horrible they are. <laughs> right. I can Self- respect Selfish. That. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I, I respect that to a degree. I mean, I don't want that to be my god, but you know what I mean. Um, I understand why they like to do that as their narratives. Anyway, so Thor, t- uh, they had that fight with uh, the, all the guards, and they have gold blood, and the gold blood, I think it's awesome as a symbolism that they're so up there, and that they have gold in their blood, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they, they are have, nobility. Yeah, they're so noble, they have literally gold as their blood. You know, liquid gold. And I thought that could have been more 3D-wise. Like, the, the blood could have been splattered out and popping out and stuff more. Um, and well, they... it looked like the... It looked very similar to when... Um, 
uh, when Odin died, you know, the sparkly kind of life essence leaving him. Yeah. So uh, they leave, and we see them fly by to uh, Eternals, which I thought was badass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, the Eternals, I guess, I guess they're just so shocked they don't care, but, like, they could have stopped them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, though, they have names, but I just knew, oh, yeah, that's, like, the Eternals <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, the, the, the gods that are birthed into the planets. I don't know what the hell. Um, yeah, I can't remember the names. The, the, those gods were just robots. <laughs> I mean, and I even like the Eternals comics. I just can't remember those names. They're just so, uh, not words I use. Um, so, they go ahead and now they're trying to go to the center of the universe because that's what they figured out is where they're being held because um, Gore wants to use the Bifrost to break open to go into there, and it, by having the kids, it lures the Thors there, and that way they could be there, and uh, that's when Mighty Thor confesses to our Thor, classic Thor, um, that she has cancer, and she's in bad shape. Yeah. Stage four. Mm-hmm. Which is the last stage. Yeah. And, um, you know, I actually, my mom had cancer and, and she survived, but cancer is a brutal, horrible disease to fight through. Yeah. And chemo's rough and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is, it really tears you apart and it, it is hard. It's hard for the, the individual and it's hard for people taking care of them. And it is brutal. It is, it really, like the radiation yeah. is just horrible and to live through. Really thought this movie did a pretty good job of uh, at that balance of uh, this dark storyline. Because that's why I think Taika was having all this comedy, like with Ragnarok. It's to balance out a lot of the nastiness and and horror. Yeah. But, I mean, Taika Waititi essentially remade Iron Man 2 at this point, though. Yeah. So, um, they get there, and they are, they they fight Gore, and Gore actually does pretty damn good against all of them, and stabs Valkyrie. Yep. Um, oh, we forgot to mention that Korg is almost killed um, in the fight, <laughs> <laughs> except for his head. Yeah. Which his I thought face. Was, yeah, his face. I thought that was funny. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the air I went to gasp. I was thinking of that. I dad. really thought he was dead. Yeah. Kind of wish he did. He's kind of annoying. <laughs> I like one. Korg. What's up, bro? All the time. I like Korg, so it doesn't bother me any. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was surprised, and I actually kind of like that they... I don't know if it's really in Marvel canon or what, but the how they explain how those creatures have babies is fascinating to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, him, uh, the another male... It's uh, um, they go to a lava and then they birth a baby in the lava. I was like, what? Yeah, they hold hands for a month and they have their hands stuck in lava. I mean, yeah. dang. no wonder there's not a whole lot of them. <laughs> Seems That's like a, a commitment. Yeah, 
Um, it's really interesting, though. It's like, uh, that's one interesting way to make a, you know, rock monsters have babies. Yeah, so I wonder if that if a similar process happened when um, Corp got reconstituted. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the, see, that's one of the little things that this movie needed more time to breathe, because there were lots of little details like that that would have been nice to flesh out. Mm-hmm. And I love this little moon that they were fighting on, and I love that they explained that this area is so evil that light, that color is, is drained out, and it was all black and white, but then, like, certain parts are colorful. Oh, I love that scene. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and wonderful to see that in IMAX. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> It's nice uh, to see uh, 3D in black and white. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. And they have a fight there, and they are able to... Um, Korg, uh, not Korg, but um, a Gog, not Gore, is able to capture them and hurt Valkyrie. And uh, Mighty Thor is also really badly hurt. So they have to zap back, and Valkyrie has to... Um, get healed up. Which I'm kind of surprised that she wasn't like, I want to go ahead and keep going. I don't care. I'll die. You know? Right. Um, but how does Gore carry the Stormbreaker? Because that thing was made from a neutron star. Well. Well, it's, well, uh, Stormbreaker's not enchanted like Milnor was. And he's a pretty powerful being on his own. And also, uh, Remember, the handle is made from Groot. So right, but I mean, but still, the material is made from a neutron star. That thing is going to be heavy as hell. Yeah, but he's strong. Because the yeah. Necro Sword made him strong. Yeah. And I like the tentacles were like grabbing them. I, mm-hmm. I, I wish that they were able to. It did look a little bit like Venom, but I wish it looked more like Venom because well, yeah. Well, the character it is the Necro Sword is controlled by the first uh, symbiote, but uh, I imagine that that didn't come into play in this movie because uh, Sony they're trying they're playing nice with Sony and and they did and this was probably something like I said this movie needed probably 20, 30 more minutes to breathe. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't have been another nice little touch to add to it. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, having a scene with um, Mighty Thor gaining her powers and understanding it, having this scene there, there there's definitely some scenes here and there. Um, I think the director has said that there has been deleted scenes, and they had deleted scenes with the Grandmaster, and they had another deleted scene with, um, I forget who else he said. And, um, but yeah, they're like, yeah, and I'm not going to conclude them on the DVD or Blu-ray. They're deleted for a reason. And it's like, no, <laughs> come on. And he also doesn't, and there, people have been asking him for a director's cut. And he's like, director's cuts are stupid. So there's not going to be a director's cut, which is in itself stupid to say that. Yeah, I agree. Because sometimes the director's cuts are awesome. Uh, the Zack Snyder cut. Cash grabs like the uh, Lethal Weapon director's cuts. Yeah. Because those were pretty useless, but... Yeah. 
I mean, but the Donner Superman is is a much better movie. I agree. Yeah, much better. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I actually like the director's cut of that. <laughs> so, um, they return back, and uh, Mighty Thor turns back to Dane Foster, and she's in bad shape. They really worked in the makeup really well. I love the makeup with uh, with Jane Foster and that when she was in bad shape in the hospital, she legitimately looked like someone that was, you know, phase four of uh, cancer. And when she was Mighty Thor, she looked absolutely gorgeously stunning. So I just want to know, did they actually film her before she got jacked up on like, you know, with gym, like muscles and stuff? Or was that like, doing the same thing they did in Captain America, the first Avenger where they just had a body double because she got ripped in this movie. I uh, don't know. I think maybe it's a mix. I mean, you could do, you know, the makeup that she probably wore to look really sickly is not that hard to do compared to other makeup in movies, <laughs> you know? Right. But like they would have had to do something with their arms because her, her arms and body were noticeably bigger when she was uh, Mighty Thor. I think they, they try to put her like, in looser outfits, and, and they maybe digitally decreased it too, but I don't know, for sure. Um, mm. That that should be in the Blu-ray and DVD to see what, how they did that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Um, so then uh, Mighty a regular Thor goes back and is like, okay, Valkyrie has to stay here because she's getting healed up. And then, oh, we, I forgot to mention that we finally got Lady Sif back. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> yeah. And she, she was, uh, I think she had a higher place in the rating, or like in the credits than some other people who had a more presence, which makes no sense. I'm just glad to see her back. Um, yeah. I, I, I wonder what they're going to do with her, but. You know, if they did want to kill her off, this would have been a cool movie to have her die in. You know, I mean, that would have been cool having her fight with Thor and she died too. And, you know, that would have been, I think that would have been a cool way to kill her character. Yeah, they might have decided there was enough death and destruction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or who knows, maybe they want to bring her back for a uh, Disney Plus show. Eh, That's too much content. Yeah, well, I think we're going to be getting lots of, uh, since it seems to be, Marvel seems to be the only company. That and Tom Cruise seem to be all that's making money these days, is Marvel and Tom Cruise. Uh, They're going to milk the MCU dry, and I'm already already done, almost, with comic book movies in general, but damn. Yeah, they're going to run this into the ground like the Westerns. Yeah. We're fifties because it just capitalism. And I don't mind for now because I still even the worst movie, which might be Eternals, I still liked it. I I didn't hate it, so I'm fine with it for now. If it's if they change it up and be different, and I think they're doing enough to make it different enough to keep it spicy and interesting. And um, I don't know how things are gonna come together, but I'm still with them a hundred percent. So I'm fine. But the TV shows are kind of weird. I like them, though. But they're still weird. And, they're, and they don't necessarily fit. But they do fit. I don't know. Um, so they go back. So Thor goes back to this planet and fights Gore. And then Gore makes it into the center of the universe. And then the kids are there. 
And then they're like, all right, kids, uh, you guys need to help Thor fight. And they're like, we're no fighters, Thor. We don't have any weapons. And it's like, get anything that you have here. And there's like skeletons, I guess, of people that try to get this beforehand, get to the center of the universe, but they couldn't. And then he blessed them with the power of Thor. And all of those kids had the power of Thor. And I was giddy. I love that scene so much. That would have been nice to have during Infinity War and Endgame and all the other Thor movies. True, but having it here made it special and nice that he was able to do that for the kids. The kids are not just there to be hostages. They're able to help fight the monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I guess if they if Thor enhances thousands of people, maybe his power gets decreased every time he enhances it. So if he enhances 20 kids, well, his power is only slightly lower, but if he empowers 2,000 people, well, that's a lot. That's, you know, he's gone. He doesn't have any power left. You know? Yeah. That would have been nice to... Because, I mean, maybe this is something he just figured out how to do. Yeah, we never seen that, that, Or maybe... But, like, how does he find the gift? Or never thought of it. That would have been another nice thing to flesh out. I think it's just bad screenwriting. Yeah, they could have had a scene where it's like, I don't know what to do, and then he thinks, and then you, you don't have to have uh, the, the video, but you can have the voice, um, and him remembering him as a kid, and then having, that you show dad, you know, how to do that, and then he, that way he yeah. remembers that, and it's like, oh! Yeah, it would have been a good Anthony Hopkins cameo. Yeah. yeah. I, I know Anthony Hopkins thinks he's above this, but still, he's actually really good as Odin. <laughs> Yeah. And they all have a fight, and it looks like Thor is going to lose, or is doing a bad job, and then Mighty Thor comes, and she knows that by doing this, she's going to die, but it's okay, because she's saving the kids, and she wants to go out in style. And I, I respect that. She wants to you know, not be sickly and die a horrible, sad, painful death in, in the hospital. She wants to you know, have a good memory before she dies and, and have a good, you know, be awesome before that. And they have an awesome fight scene against Thor, Gore, and Gore still manages to keep on going. And even though they break the sword, and I was like, yeah, he keeps going. You got to stop him. You can't just break the sword. That's not good enough. And he makes it to the um, center of the universe. Yeah. He basically wins. And instead of uh, wishing for all the gods to be gone, he wishes for his daughter to come back to life. Yeah, Thor uh, reasons with him. What else is he going to do? He just reasons with her, you know, with Thor. Because he's like, James dying, he's choosing love, and he's tells him he should choose love. Mm-hmm. And that was a really sweet moment, and I, I love Christian Bale. Christian Bale is so damn good as Gore the mm-hmm. God Yeah, he really oh, has yeah. this change of his of change of mind. I mean, he's he's an incredible actor overall, but damn, he he mm-hmm. brought it. He brought it here, and I love him for this. Yeah, um, and he he totally looks different. I, I I love that they did practical for him. Maybe some CG, but mostly practical because it really helps it make it. Yeah, more I real. also like the way they changed him from the. Like, the character from the comic book to give him a, a distinct look and not make him look like Voldemort. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And uh, Jane dies, 
and she turns into dust. And that scene was really touching and sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. And Gore dies, and and like, uh, and he prom- Thor promised Gore that he will take care of his daughter. Um, and so then Gore and Jane die, and then the kids. Thor goes back to New Asgard, returns the kids. All the kids are happy, um, and Valkyrie is like, "Okay, they have a statue mating for Mighty Thor." Um, it's kind of sad that like you didn't get another scene with um, the old Thor cast. Um, I did like that they get the professor at least in the video chat in there, so that way they're all in all the movies. That's cool. I give them props for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you blink, you admit Daryl was even around. Was he? Where? He was in a scene, just blink and you miss him. He was just kind of walking around at New Asgard. Huh. Interesting. So the movie wraps with Thor um, being with uh, Love, which is the character's name. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Korg now have found somebody and is back to being a whole rock monster god guy. <laughs> yeah. And um, so Korg is no longer having these adventures. And... Um, he has a kid, too, I guess. I don't know. A, a, a pebble. <laughs> and a life partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, people are like, wait, is there female Korgs and male Korgs? I don't know. And I don't care. Well, uh, <laughs> in Ragnarok, he talked about his uh, mom. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how rock creatures, how that works. and I don't How really they care. identify. Um, yeah. yeah. That would have been, if, if you're going to throw this out. Explain the other, but you know, two hour runtime. I understand, but still. I mean, I, I guess they, you know, maybe translation error or something, and you know, I don't know how. how maybe they're a mother in, in their spirit, but not in physical. I don't know how that works. They're aliens, yeah, they're a fictional and, uh, thing. They know how it works, and uh, they're fine with it. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. Uh, movie's gonna movie, and uh, it's fine. Um. So. It wraps, and like you see, Gore, uh, Thor, and Love, like battling or, or with these like other aliens or something, and uh, so I wasn't sure. Does Love is she able to ha- to wield the hammer or no? I don't think she needs to. I mean, she's got the power of eternity. <laughs> yeah, she was able to 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 have the the, the axe, Stormbreaker, but. Um, that's how the movie wraps, and then we have the, the, I think it was a pretty cool way to do the intro, and then, uh, to do that, mm-hmm. the Korg say, oh, this is the history of Thor, and then this is, you know, people still know them, and know as, uh, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, and that's how you get the mm-hmm. names, and it's like, that's, that's nice, that's yeah. why you're doing it, I like it mm-hmm. a lot. So, I'm assuming Thor is now going by Thunderstrike, like he did in the comics, briefly. And uh, we have a cool little uh, credit scene, and then we have two credit scenes. The first one is with Hercules. Which looks awful. I think it was cool. Okay. Uh, but I love that actor. Cool, but, uh, but I agree, it looked awful. It was kind of like that one um, Thor after scene from, um, got to determine which movie it was, that the lighting was so awful. So you know what happens in it? Yeah, they're talking to the collector. That's the third movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, the lighting on that is terrible. Yeah, and this one had similar lighting issues. Yeah, and the CGI just looked bad. Mm-hmm. I did like the outfit. I, I guess I like that. 
And uh, I, I mean, it's, I mean, it's just a, it's a throwaway thing. Uh, I mean, but Hercules and, um, I mean, I hate to be rattling on about the comics, uh, but, the, but that's the only thing we've got to go by for ideas, but we know they're going to change them, but, you know, Thor and Hercules and the comics have had some major throwdowns. Yeah, um, and we have a Brett Goldstein as, as Hercules, which he's well known for being uh, in Ted Lasso as Roy Kent, and he is awesome in Ted Lasso. Love this character in Ted Lasso. So I, I, I definitely excited to see him in the movie. Um, have you have any of all seen Ted Lasso yet? No, no. Nobody wants to pay for Apple Plus because it's stupid. <laughs> hey, they have a lot of quality content, and they a lot. They have the most Emmys of all the streaming services. So I mean, that don't mean much when you're still struggling and you're an Apple platform, and I don't want to support Apple. Well, I, I definitely think it's better. More better costs money than Netflix at this point to get Apple than Netflix because I feel like Netflix is too much money for what it is, but. Yeah. We can fight about the streaming services another day. Um, <laughs> uh, Jake, classic Jake, what was the second post-credit scene? We are, uh, Jane Foster is in Valhalla, and she is uh, met by Emdel. Which is kind of weird, because, like, she died, and I was hope, happy, or happy-sad that she died, but, like, it's it's... I guess she's in heaven or that version of heaven, but in the comics, she's been able to escape heaven. I don't want her to escape heaven though. I want them to stay there, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah. I mean, she could be one and done team after the, I mean, this might've been her swan song. I mean, which is uh, which would be fair because it's not like before this movie, they really did anything with the character. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a fun way to do it. I mean, I would have liked it if maybe she was able to give the... the. I was actually wondering if they wouldn't kill out classic Thor and have Jane Foster replace it and move on. I was thinking that was going to be how they do it, but I'm surprised they did it this way. And I'm fine with it. I like it. Um, so, I don't know what's really going to happen with Thor next. I guess, she, you know, I don't know if they're going to have... Next time we see Love, is she going to be older? Or... Is she, I, I don't know what her age is supposed to be. Is it like 10? I don't know. I don't know either, and we don't even know if there's going to be a, a Thor 5. Well, it's making enough money that I think they're happy with it, and I think Hemsworth is happy doing it, so. Yeah, so, yeah. can't. I'm fine. Keep it. Keep at it, you know. We can have multiple adventures. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, it seems like it's taken longer and longer to get to sequels, and none of these people are getting any younger. Yeah. So, do you have anything else you want to mention about the movie, or no? Oh, I think we've about covered it. All right. I guess it's going to be it for us. Bye. Bye, everybody. Okay, as this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Mr. Bengal 5 Kevin Winter, and Alex Folk, for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.